Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the show where we see a movie and we don't even look at each other. We don't even look at each other, maybe we talk about the weather, that's about it, and then we come to the microphone and then we talk about the movie that we just saw. Today, I am your host, as I am... Well, I'm Robert Anderson. I'm Robert Anderson every day, but today I'm your host. Come as you are, Robert. I will. <laughs> and I'm joined by some familiar voices. Jack Kolodzewski. And... Tiana Jamiro. And today we saw the prequel to Rocket Man. First Man. <laughs> yes. I thought about that joke um, Great. very early on. Nice. Really good. Let's nice. elaborate. Let's break the joke down a little bit. Um, so First Man uh, is directed by Damien uh, Chazelle. That's, I think that's I right. think that's adequate. Yeah. yeah. Alright, cool. That works. Um oh. starring Baby Goose, Ryan Gosling. Baby Goose. Uh it's the movie that is about the moon landing in 1969. Yes. Which was weird because they don't pitch it as fake, spoilers. They make it seem like it's a real thing. No, they it's uh it's really interesting how they they, you know, kind of took their own spin on the story. Right, right. They actually go to the moon on this one. They the mo- the earth is not flat. That's this exactly one. I was very surprised by yeah, that. And they so, don't mention Jesus Christ. Not once. At all. Not, even not at all. No. Yeah. It's very so, different from our reality. You know, it's 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 their own spin on the whole story. It's kind of like historical fiction sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, almost almost like Lord of the Rings or something like that. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um but no, this is a, a biopic yeah, where it's more like uh Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> yeah, kinda, exactly. You know? <laughs> Hitler's in this movie too. Yeah. Um nice. But for for realsies, it's a biopic about uh very focused on Neil Armstrong, who yes. Brian Gosling is playing. It's his it's his story. It is his story. Yeah. Um, he's the focal point of this of the movie and and kind of the you know the tale of landing on the moon, and uh, so we don't we don't talk about spoilers in the first half of hot takes. So this is all spoilers. <laughs> they get on the they they do land on it. the moon. They made spoiler. I guess it's kind of hard. Spoiler to, alert for history. They made it. They to made the it moon. to the moon. They got yeah. on the moon. Yeah. Um, and they got back as and well. They, and they survived. And they didn't get space madness. But right. also spoiler for this movie. They managed to make the whole thing very tense, regardless. Yeah. Yes. All right. Gut. Yeah. Gut punch reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stress. Very stressful movie. Yeah. Very uh, dark. I mean, like you know, very like tense. Very emotional. Um, yeah. Maybe dark's like not the right. It's dramatic. It's dramatic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Uh, just to punch right into it, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very very good, very competent movie. What did you guys think? I thought. Um, so yeah, Damien Chazelle of La La Land mm-hmm. and Whiplash yeah. fame. This movie's this, so different. This I felt like this in tone was a lot more like Whiplash than La La Land because okay. I felt that it was just as stressful. Mm-hmm. But it is very different. But we we can go into that more yeah. later on. But like as far as like of those two movies. This leans a little bit more towards Whiplash because I was like, I am stressed out. Yeah, they didn't break out into song <laughs> no, at all. No, not song. even once. No, no, not once. No. Well, I mean, Ryan Gosling caught a little bit of controversy for his singing voice out of La La Land. I personally like it. <laughs> I, I like it. that he's got kind of a you know, unusual it. voice. Yeah, but I think uh, I think everyone on Story Screen yeah. is, is into that. But uh, it oh, had the we like our the, baby boots here. The oh, same yeah. uh, composer for the score. Did for it, this movie. It did, okay. I recognize his name. It's like did Hurwitz is the last name. Did it also have the same cinematographer? The that cinematography is a good question. I'm not is, sure. I also really like this movie. Yeah. But some of the things that really struck me about it are the cinematography itself. It's a very claustrophobic movie. Yeah, very close, very close up shots. It is, which, it's which, the same. It is the same. Yeah, That's really so interesting. His it, name it, is Linus Sandgren. He's Swedish. It has just He did work a, on La La Land. It has such a different look than La La Land totally. like across the board. Like it's not only claustrophobic when they're in, you know, tight in spaces. The tight spaces yeah. when they're actually going into space, 
but it also really has a lot of like very tight shots when they're on the ground. Yeah, or just so, in their home. Yeah, exactly. It's their like, home has like a, a claustrophobic nature to it tension. as well. And totally. there's a lot of very close up. There's a lot of motion in all the shots, right? Um, even when they're yeah. on the ground, so like it kind of maintains that sort of like um, very tight, claustrophobic, m- mobile kind of look kinetic. The whole time. Yeah. yeah, very kinetic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so uh, I was driving your girls home. Okay, and, our uh, ladies, your yes. ladies, your respective ladies, mm-hmm. my future and, wife, uh, your future wife. My girlfriend. They're lovely. And <laughs> they were like, uh, I know we're not supposed to talk about the movie, but they pretty much were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, fair. Yeah, that's yes. fair. Um, They're allowed. But uh, a couple of the times they mentioned like, I didn't like how jumpy, crazy it was. And I was like, you're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to be yeah, uncomfortable. So you're supposed to be like, this yeah. Yeah. So, And yeah. there was definitely a few times where I was like leaning towards Robbie going like, yeah. it's, I feel it's, a little queasy. It's motion sickness oh, inducing. Totally. Even, you know, even when you're not in like, you know, a right. ship or something. It's totally. like what Jack said. Like, it's exactly. very close, but moving a lot. A lot of disconcertion in that. It's absolutely. Like, Woo! Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, the movie I think is, is kind of designed to make you kind of queasy uncomfortable and, and kind of you know I, I feel like what it's giving you is the story of Neil Armstrong kind of like headstrong pushing his way to this goal that takes about a decade to get to and that's yeah. pretty much how the whole story takes place and kind of just like the 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 human toll that happens throughout this journey yeah. like you know what what it really costs to get a man on the moon yeah it feels really I think deeply personal and visceral Mm-hmm. As a, as a retelling, because like yeah, you know there is a there is a way to tell that story that is very like historical, you know, sure. emotions. But this is a really personal story, and Intimate. it's it's meant to be. You know, you are following Neil very closely. Yeah, you are feeling what he is feeling. I felt that it made him probably as a historical person more compelling. Yeah, because I know I've read that, and I think Ryan Gosling did a good job of it. Like he came off as pretty cut and dry sometimes he comes right. off as like somebody who yeah. plays his emotions close to his chest he's very like curt in his responses very, but he feels those emotions very yeah. deeply and i think that's they if that's true to the character job. i'm not sure because yeah. i don't know that much personally right about the real man yeah but ryan gosling pulls it off so well he did a great job yeah yeah i'm glad that you mentioned that because i was also wondering the same thing i'm like is ryan gosling doing like his thing, because we've no, seen him I, play characters like we've that. We've seen him play like the kind of Terse. awkward, like, right. yeah. But like, I think a couple of reserved. the um, a couple of the character stereotypes mm-hmm. that I had read or seen interviews was that Buzz Aldrin's a little bit of a dick, yeah. Which I yeah. think uh, he's the kind of the jock, yeah, the space jock. A yeah, bit. yeah he's, so he's like the frat Cor- boy. Corey yeah. Stoll from Ant Man, mm-hmm. who I think looks like fake Peter Sarsgaard a little bit, but <laughs> um, so he's playing Buzz, yeah, and he's kind of a dick, and it's it's kind of awesome. And yeah. then yeah, I think Neil Armstrong's supposed to be sort of like your classic American, like silent stoic type. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but it's like Jack said, like you know, he has his moments of privacy more, where he he does feel right. things. This kind um, of gives you like behind the yeah. curtain view. Yeah, of well, what we'll, his emotion I want to talk about some specific moments after the spoiler, but totally. there's definitely mm-hmm. like it's a very human movie, and yeah. I think yeah. that's why it works so well as like a thrill. Yeah, in space mm. because because you care 
so much about Neil as a person, like, and, and the people around him, the other right. people that are working with him in NASA, like. There's definitely some side characters that aren't in it a ton, but they're pretty compelling. Yeah, so absolutely. that way you really feel their influence for sure. It's the best way to kind of tell the story because not to use a cliche, but I am going to. Yeah, um, but like, you know, it's, it's about, <laughs> it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. So right. like, you know, to have this very like human retelling of the story. Yeah. And this movie was good. long. So there was, so long. there was, this movie was long and yeah. the majority of the movie is the journey because yeah. they get to, they get to the moon right at the end. So. It's, it's pretty much like, you know, you get a yearly breakdown of Neil's right. life and how we, and how we get there. And it's, it's super good. The movie, movie looks great. You know, the score is, is very good. I would like, I feel like I want to hear the score like separately. I really like the score a lot. Yeah. yeah. The credits score I thought yeah. was really good because it's very like spacey. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of grain to this movie. It's, totally. It's I like shot, that. It's shot to, I think, look kind of more like older footage a little bit. And I think that they, they do use some footage in a couple of spots. They do. They so do use I, some historical footage Totally as well, yeah. making it look that way. I think yeah. make it makes it blend a little bit better with, feels very with real, real footage. Gives you that feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it feels raw for lack of a better word like, yeah it is it is human and it is emotional and it is raw and I, I think because of all those reasons like you feel that much more tense when yeah. the space scenes are happening it's like totally the, it, it feels even though we as an audience know obviously that, that he, he made survived. it to the moon and yeah. he survived like you still feel so it's so anxiety inducing when yeah. he's actually going traveling right. yeah. um, and doing like the you know the preparation missions yeah <laughs> but I, really liked, I really liked it. No, I really, I really liked it too. too. I really liked it too. I'm not sure where it kind of like lands in 2018 so far for me because it isn't really my type of movie. No, it's but, probably um, not going to be my, like my in my personal top either. But yeah. I think it's a very. I think I want to give it another watch yeah. because I feel like I'll enjoy it more the second time around. Kind of I'll probably catch some stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah. it is a long ride, and I think yeah. that that is its main detriment, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to think about it a little bit more, but I really enjoyed it still. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember what I was going to say. I oh, I wish we saw this in like IMAX or something. Oh, that yeah. Cool. yeah. I saw Gravity in IMAX. I wish I had seen this. I still have never seen Gravity. I was worth seeing in IMAX. The, I was actually thinking about the Gravity comparison a yeah. little bit because Gravity feels... Gravity's not based on a true story, right? There's a sense... Oh, no. no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Gravity, oh, no, no. Gravity no, no, no. Is, a, is a thrill ride for sure. And yeah. Gravity is like really it's exhilar- right. It's It's pretty yeah. exhilarating. I've only seen it the one time. Yeah, me too. Um, but it is a pretty exhilarating like space thriller kind of right. thing. But there is a sense of fantasy to Gravity. Totally. Whereas this feels so grounded and yeah. so real. Yeah. Like every moment they're in, I found this more scary because of that. Yeah. Whereas uh, gravity, you can kind of detach yourself. Like this isn't real. It's absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's Meh. it's a little more like you know we're on a ride at Universal Studios right. than totally. like we're actually in a fucking tin can going to the moon. Which this this movie really like. I really have to applaud like the space scenes to make yes. it make you really understand. When they were doing this first, like I, I think, yeah, the claustrophobia. Most, most people's of it. kind of idea of space travel is more the like fantasy. Of, like, I think floating like, around, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or you know the more like Star Trekky kind of thing. Yes. But like when we were sending people to the moon or into space in the '60s, it 
they were rickety tin cans that yeah. were with there's with a, explosives on the bottom that like we were I loved launching the, uh, into space. I loved the like fiddling with his like seatbelt or click and they're like, yeah. anybody have a Swiss Does anybody have a Swiss You're like, Jesus, fuck no, yeah. don't yeah. go up in that. Yeah. What? Well, what? Yeah. There's a there's like a scene where they are like panning. Well, hold on. Maybe we'll save this for the spoilers. Okay. Well. But I I, I just wanted to say like sound design spoiler is very like sound yeah. design is very good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, this, yeah, the sound design really lends to that too. Like everything is so clicky, and there's there's some maybe what you're talking about is like in space. There's some crazy sounds. Like uh, not e- not even, going. but we'll we'll get to it in spoilers. But yeah, um, yeah, I won't. I won't uh, with, expound without, more. Uh, without going into characters, um, just to say this has an awesome cast. So yeah. good. It's like oh he you know he's Oscar winner. Damien Chazelle. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, you, you padded this cast this time. Well, yeah. it's, it's one of those movies where I don't know everyone's name in the yeah, movie. Yeah, but there's but some great character I actors. know everyone's face. Totally. Like, there is not a single face in this movie that I was yeah. like, oh, it's that guy. Right. Yeah. There, there's there's a couple people that it took me a minute or two to be like, wait. Where do I, where I, I know, know this you? from? Where do I know you totally. from? Yeah. yeah. The writer of this movie uh, did, or no, he, he didn't write it, but he produced the post and produced Spotlight. So yes. Spo- oh, and he also he did write the post as well. So he and and he did. Oh, write he Spotlight. wrote the post. Okay. He wrote the post so, and Spotlight. So he's oh, in and the, he's a writer for West Wing. Aha. Uh, so he's that in the historical, you know, biopic kind of, world. There's a yeah. lot of Oscar-y prestige Josh around this movie. Singer. There's Plus, a, this says it's based on a book by James R. Hansen. There's a character who has a spaghetti scene. We'll talk about mm. that more later. Yeah. So uh, before we go into spoilers, do you guys think this will be one of the top contenders? For Oscar uh, for Oscars, you think I this think, is going to get nominated for Best, uh, best I think, Picture? I think Blair Foy is going to yeah. get nominated. Yeah, I think, uh, I think so too. Yeah. I think it could get nominated for Director. I think Ryan could get nominated. I don't feel that he'll win for this, but I think yeah. he could get nominated. He could get nominated. Yeah, um, I think Claire Foy could win for Supporting yeah. Actress. Yeah. Depends on what, you know, it always depends what they're up against. Lead yeah. act. I definitely think it'll get... supporting. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think she's the lead actress. Yeah, she's the lead actress. Yeah. I think this would get some nominations for yeah. sure. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like this is sort of an Oscar movie. There's like sound mixing, sound design. Like I think that's... Definitely. You know, oh, some of the, for sure. the technical achievements is where it really shines. Yeah. Um, cinematography as well. You know? Definitely. Yeah. I could see... You know, I think it's too early to tell because we have... Uh, we're in the, the section yeah, of the year the where the... start of the Oscar season. The heavy hitters are, are going to keep on coming and they won't stop but coming. I'm not too sure what they are this year. Of the heavy hitters? Yeah. I just don't what, think we've got a the, lot of the them. the heavy yet. hitters like on the horizon? Oof. We've only got two months uh, left. What's the... What, 90s kid? Mid-90s? Yeah, that's not going to be super Oscar. Eh, maybe, I don't think. Maybe. He might, he might get It might be surprising. Yeah. Maybe screenplay, but maybe. I don't... We have maybe. to see it first. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I mean. Like, First Man feels like it's a shot at the Academy. I think it's a fantastic movie on its own, but I I do think it's kind of going to be right up personal taste, like the Academy, how they usually vote. I think so. Um, But I I can't really think off the top of my head of, like, movies coming out for the rest of the year that are in that vein. Mm. Even stuff we've already seen. Like, I took a peek at my list so far, and there's nothing on there. All stuff I really like, but nothing on there that I thought was, like... um, Oscar Beatty or anything like that yeah. or things I would but I do think the, there's no Paul Th- Thomas Anderson movie this year exactly <laughs> but um, I do think there were some surprises last year like I, I don't think uh, the uh, Gamble de Toro would have been nominated I didn't think that Jordan right. would get nominated so like you know we could see a shift I'm in waiting some, for uh, some things for Wildlife to come out 
That's the one with Jake Gyllenhaal and okay. Carrie Mulligan, and it's directed by Paul Dano. What's and that that's supposed to be oh, really shit. good. Paul yeah, Dano's it's his directing. First wow. Directing movie. Okay, cool. That that I think is going to be nominated for some shit. But. What is the um, gay conversion movie? Oh, with, oh, with the kid who's in with Lucas stuff. Hedges. With Lucas that's Hedges. the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I that, that's out this, this year, right? And that's got Nicole Kidman and yeah. uh, Russell Crowe. That's this and year, though. That's right? this year. Yeah. I feel like that all they'll probably the parents will probably get nominated, mm-hmm. and that's actually directed by Joel Edgerton, which is kind of wild. Too. Right? It's Uh-oh. like all these actors are directing, which yeah. not to say they shouldn't, it's but cool. it's hey, it's cool. Hey, we've got some good ones right. of those yeah. in the past. There's been years, there's so. been a few. Yeah, I mean, you know, even Truth. even Sorry to Bother You with Boots Riley, and then yeah. Peel doing Get Out. Yeah, um, gotta hope Sorry to Bother You gets anything uh, writing. I, that script yes. is probably so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to revisit like the list of what actually came out this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to remember there's some stuff I've missed. That I there's come some back stuff to. I'm probably forgetting about Definitely. right now. First Reformed is one that I really want to go yeah. back to. I haven't seen that one yet. Mike said that was good. Yeah, he said it was I've a little heard weird. Really but good, good things about it. Yeah, like we're, a, little weird. Uh, a little weird. We're still a ways away from Oscars, and we have some more movies to go. But yeah. right now, we're on First Man. Yes. Um, yeah. I think it's time that we take a break and get into spoiler territory. Is there any kind of non-spoilery thoughts you guys want to get out of the way before we get into that? I just liked it. Yeah. See it in it's the good. theater for sure. See it in, yeah, the, see theater. It in the theater. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Definitely is like you know, for me, it feels like the first big Academy splash. And like, yeah, if yeah. you're into CH, like movies like that, go see it. But other, even besides that, it's, it's a good flick. You know. Hey, it's been a long minute since we've done this, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. we've been uh, busy, busy bees. October's <laughs> a busy month for story screen outside of podcasting, so... Also true. Yeah. Doing big things. Speaking hard show. Thanks. Speaking hard show. show. We got some plugs by the end of the show, for sure. All right. We'll be right back with spoiling. Sorry, that's our DiGiorno. That's the that's, pizza. That's the pizza. Time to take a break. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we're going to eat some cheese. All right, when we're done stuffing our faces, we'll be back with more hot takes. Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's own film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the 1968 Stanley Kubrick film, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that movie. Kubrick. I've never seen the whole thing. Sorry. 2001 Space Odyssey. I know. Um, there's a point to it. Don't. I guess. Shit, man. Need to watch more movies and think about them. I just remember the opening scene. It's like. I don't know. I'm more of a. These arms are snakes. Eyes wide shut. No, I hate eyes wide shut. I don't hate it. But I got through that. I didn't get through 2001 Space Odyssey. This has been another episode of It's Fits. Hello and welcome back to Hot Takes, the show where we, you already know, and we're talking about First Man, the movie that you already know is about space. Uh, so now we're going to talk about spoilies. Spoilers. Um, kind of weird because, you know, I think everyone knows how the movie ends. My girlfriend did Whoa. not know what year the moon landing happened, which I, I think, thought was funny. I think that just shows that she's younger. That's okay. Sure. Perhaps. But yeah, 
Didn't okay. pay attention to that Maybe. studies. Yeah. <laughs> One weird thing, speaking of like the time frame of all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did maybe it's just NASA oh, technology? You asked me during the movie. Cassettes. When I, did cassettes? I actually like, want to look that up because I was wondering the same thing. Because there's a moment in the film where they're uh, they're on their way to the moon, and Buzz Aldrin asks Neil Armstrong, like, "Do you, did you bring any music?" And he tosses him a cassette tape. Yeah. And it's, I was like, "Oh, hey, get this." When did, the cassette, when did cassettes come in? Out? This <clears throat> says, according to Wikipedia, in 1962. Yeah. Phillips invented the compact cassette medium for audio storage. But I always saw, I I mean, I obviously was not alive, but I always thought cassettes is like more of an 80s thing. But maybe that's just when it was like, when it became more popular. Maybe it became became more more accessible. Mainstream then, because you could make mixes and stuff like that. crazy that that cassettes were out there in the early 60s. Okay, Okay. cool. All right, okay. The more you know. The more you know. Um, so yeah, we're in spoilies. Any kind of moments you guys want to jump off, like really talking about? We can talk about the beginning of the I movie. I mean, yeah, that yeah. cold open is so cool. Yeah, so he's basically, you know, he's in an aircraft that's breaking the atmosphere. Yeah. And uh, it's terrifying. And right. it kind of it, it kind of gives you the the visual language of what the whole movie is going to be. Very tight, shaky. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you feel claustrophobic. You could maybe even get motion sickness during it. And then the whole movie kind of... You also get that feel for his character. Yeah. Because he's, like, being super calm, even though he's clearly freaking out. Yeah. He shows kind of, you know, he shows in that scene he's the best man for the job. That For the mission that comes later. Right. You know? Yeah. Totally. It's, it's funny because they say, like, after he lands, like... He always kind of seems to fuck up up there. He always he's always getting into trouble, but he's also the one that's always getting out of trouble, right? Yeah, because he's able to stay so yeah. collected. And they say just it's watching like he's him distracted or something. That's yeah. what they're saying about him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, he is distracted because they're saying of, he's sloppy or making mistakes up there. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. But he is he is distracted. Also, this is something we didn't talk about before. Spoilers. Spoiler. Because of his young right. daughter who's very sick. Right. Yeah. So she clearly. Has either cancer or something else. That uh, she's they say they tumor. Say tumor. They say yeah. she's got yeah. a tumor, right? Yeah. So she's going through radiation, but that seems like it's new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the that thing looked crazy. The mechanite. Yeah, it was like yeah. an obelisk. That, that was just like, like like Ming the Merciless. Like they got two thousand one in there for yeah. uh, for a minute. Totally. Um, yeah. But going back to that first scene, like it just they open up really. This movie so firmly hits home, like how difficult. You know, when you say, oh, it's not rocket science. Like, yeah. How <laughs> fucking hard totally. rocket science actually is. Yeah. And this movie throughout the runtime, like, just reiterates how difficult what these people were doing. How terrifying. Were pulling off and how yeah. dangerous and how terrifying. How even the training and the mm. tests <clears throat> yeah. could kill people. Well, there's a you're, literal body count. You're in a metal bucket a with a thousand different controls and switches in it. And you have to and know how to. And highly flammable things. You have to know how to operate them and be in control of all of them while you're spinning while you're trying to not pass out so fast that you could yeah. pass out like yeah. it's it's they really haven't calculated wild. the time you would pass out like there's a point where like uh they're doing one of the earlier runs into space and the you know their ship's spinning out of orbit because it like fucks up while it's in a dock which thing. that scene is also amazing i want to spend time yeah. talking about that yeah scene. but um you know they ha- they were like they're 40 seconds away from passing out because right. they have that shit already like done but it's like yeah. what do you do yeah 
Yeah, because uh, especially back then they were they're doing all these calculations on the fly. Right. Yeah. The they fact have that they have a room full of people being like, "Okay, give me the numbers," yeah, and then yeah. you have somebody being like, "Uh, yeah." And guess what? If uh, you're rushing, well, you are rushing, yeah. but if you, you fuck get that, that number up, wrong, somebody dies. Someone fucking dies, or yeah. gets lost in space right. because you run out they of fuel. They miss if you meeting fuck up, up with the rest of the ship, yeah. or <laughs> you fuck up one calculation, you have one like nut or bolt out of place. Like that yeah. thing just goes in flames. Yeah, you know, I mean, totally. a wiring issue cause you know three deaths. Yeah. You know. I right. mean the the Challenger mission, yes. similar situation failed because of Ugh. I think it was like a metric unit conversion that went wrong. Yes, yeah. or I might be getting that wrong, but something yeah. along but those something lines. Something along those but, lines. But like it is so just like threading this needle of doing everything so perfectly, but yeah. also having to improvise at the same time. Right. Which I think more so than any movie I can think of recently, like when it in regards to space travel, like really makes that feel. Strong, like, yeah. <laughs> like I you mean, really feel that as the viewer. The Definitely. movie does not glorify what happened, like at all. I feel no. like no. If anything, it brings it down and like really, yeah. Makes it, like, especially tangible. when it adds the the social commentary at the time, right? Like, you know, where people are just like, "What the fuck are you using taxpayer dollars for?" Sure. And like, I never thought about that and until I saw like those scenes. I was like, "Yeah, I'd probably be one of those fucking hippies being pissed about this well, during I, that time." You know, that argument against NASA has been like forever yeah yeah oh there's always been that argument but then mm-hmm. the fact that this did a pretty good job in a really brief couple of scenes of like it's during the 60s it's during civil rights moment right yeah you know you have people that are like hey i'm poor or i'm hungry or i don't have the same rights as a white person and they're going to space yeah right blowing up spaceships <laughs> and killing people but i mean let's be honest if they weren't spending that money on nasa yeah. they would be spending it on the military anyway sure. so it's not like also, they would spend it on well yeah it's definitely yeah. it's like the same time frame as vietnam yeah. and that is like yeah yeah Woo! You know, they wouldn't reinvest that money back into people. And if it's the, the U.S. War. government has chosen, has has shown their hand in any way, it's, yeah. they're not really, <coughs> people are on the last part of the list totally. as far as spending their money. And budget. there is that yeah. competitiveness of the Cold War where they mentioned like Sputnik and all the like yeah. race against the Russians. I mean, like, that's what sets the whole thing in motion. Right. That they've been beat by the Russians at every kind of like space turn. Right. So they're bringing, they're doing something so insane that it brings everything back not to square the Russians Doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and if they do, then they have to also start from square one. So they're they're starting like a new race to get to right, the moon, right? And um, but I do think it shows like what that mission did for the country as well, and not yeah. only the country but the world. It unites people in in the kind of final act there, like where right. they they really hammer. They show some of that footage of people watching the moon landing from other countries, from other countries, yeah. and they said like you know huge this deal. is the biggest broadcast live yeah. broadcast that's ever happened. Um, and they said like 400 million people were watching it concurrently or something like that. So yeah. it's pretty amazing. Probably worth the money that it yeah. cost. Yeah. Uh, bringing it back to kind of the opening scenes of the movie besides like when he's breaking atmosphere in that ship or um, like aircraft thing. He bounces off the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that well, was a thing. There is like a scene where he he's kind of almost in zero G because he has to like catch his pen while yeah. he's like in that like interim. Which is slick. <laughs> that was a slick little move. It was cool. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Um, but kind of like focusing on the daughter, like, you know, that, uh, that, that's a part of his life I never, I never knew about. And it was, uh, the Armstrong. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that either. Interesting yeah. thing to kind of kick it off and, you know, to, to tie it to the end of the movie, which we can spend more time on later when we get to it. But like, you know, the end of the movie and the beginning of the movie are intrinsically linked. Yeah. You know, it's a, it, it puts it in a very good framework for making 
you know, he was grieving during this whole process. And a lot of people will throw themselves into work when they're grieving. Right. Or, you know, the people that are noteworthy in history, maybe they neglected their family at various times because of that. And this is sort of like a reaction to his daughter passing away, but then also him like going after this huge deal. Yeah. And I think Claire Foy plays an amazing role She's in awesome. uh, Neil yeah. Armstrong's uh, His wife. wife. Yeah. And you see him across the, the length of the movie drifting away from her. Right. Um, yeah. And that final shot of the movie, like you said before, like, you know, you we know what the end of this movie is, but not yeah. really because the final shot of this movie, I think, is, is beautiful. Yeah. And so well done that it's after he comes home from the moon mission and they are... There's this piece of glass between them. Right. And like this mission has separated him from her so much. Totally. That, like that she doesn't when, run towards him to yeah, see him. Even They're when he comes back, distant. they are still so distant from each other. And having that little physical like separation and having them spend that time sitting across from each other before he finally just like. Yeah. While well, he's in quarantine. Yeah. 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 Really powerful shot, I think. It's a really good ending. It made me want to read more about them because I was like, do they end up getting divorced? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about his personal life after. Yeah, like know. how does how does his kind of life work once now that he's grounded? Because I don't think he does any more. Does I don't he do think more he goes back space after I that. I don't yeah. think so. I'd be, I'd be like, you're very retired. very little about yeah. this whole about yeah. the history of this, actually. That's I mean, the thing that kind of, like, the, the moment for me that I'm bringing it up now. The moment for me that I'm really kind of questioning, like, oh, did this really happen? Is that him dropping his daughter's like bracelet, like into one of the craters on the yeah. moon? I'm like, is that that a might have thing, been a little liberty, or is that like but yeah, that could have really, been an artistic license? But yeah, I'm here for it either way. I think it really works. Yeah, it did when work. he pulled that out, I was like, <gasps> yeah, because exactly. you, you didn't think he had it on him. Yeah, you would not. I well, when he initially puts her bracelet with her name on it in his desk drawer, I thought maybe like. You know, when they're all talking about, oh, you're going to bring your wife's jewelry to the moon? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I was kind of like, maybe he'll bring that. But I didn't necessarily think he was going to do that that or release it out there. I thought maybe he'd just like have it in the ship or something like that. I mean, it's very emblematic. You know, he's letting go finally. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a chapter of his life ending. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, you know, from his his daughter dying. I mean, and I think the movie might be trying to say that, like, um, because he said he wanted to take time off to bring her to, like, Canada to get, like, checked out. Right. And, like... Get more treatment. And they were saying, like, no to him. They were like, you can't take the time off. So, like, you know, there might be, yeah. like, a little bit of him thinking it's his fault, you know, for, you know, not, sure. not doing Possible. everything he yeah. could to kind of prevent this from happening. I thought, you know, like, of the pacing of the movie, it was still really effective. Like, it felt like it was very quick that his daughter passed away. But I guess, considering <clears throat> the length of the movie, you probably couldn't have spent too much more time. No, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. I kind of, like... "Quote unquote," liked the abruptness of it because yeah. I I think it you feel like oh my god this this just happened so quickly but I yeah. think that's how the characters would have felt like they only had this this living being yeah. for a few no years how and then died right so you know without I think drawing it out definitely throughout the movie too it's it's yeah. kind of paced that way there's these kind of jumps there's these yeah. landmark moments it covers each a year. lot of time it does. and every time there's kind of like you know a death or something or a death of a few people at once from like crashes or whatever he just kind of has to keep his head down and like push through it and that's yeah. like kind of how he always handles these situations it's just like pushing through pushing through pushing through and then you know even maybe he him not getting more desperate but him like 
kind of throwing himself in the flames a little bit more. Like when he's like flying the the test ship right. that crashes, right. you know, and like he, he doesn't even clean his... That they need to fail down here so yeah. that they don't fuck it up in space. And, and he's not, he doesn't even like clean, he's like walking around with his like, like probably has a fucking concussion and like he's bleeding yeah. from his face and right. he's yeah. just doing what he has to do. Yeah, know? it's the drive, the dedication and, and maybe that drive comes from, like you said, Diana, running from that grief. Yeah. Not but, just from his daughter, but the grief that he continually... right continues to pick up as he goes through this process because he's losing people along the way. Yeah. I think that that like because we know yeah they land on the moon and yes they survive like that's what makes the movie more compelling is sure. these these characters that he's working with or comes into contact with that we start to like and then we're like oh shit are they going to live? Yeah. Are they going to make it? And yeah. and you know some of my favorite ones did not make it. So yeah. you know uh yeah like his friend early on when he's like interviewing to join the program is uh patrick fugit the kid from uh almost famous and he was in gone girl he was like the police officer in gone girl i'm trying to think what else he's been in he's been in some other stuff too since then but um, one of those recognizable faces yeah one of those yeah and uh he's like killed off pretty early i thought he would be in the movie yeah he's the first big one to go (laughs) yeah Yeah. the first like kind of big crash I would say. Yeah. And then you've got Jason Clark, who is like killing it these days. He's in a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Zero Dark Thirty, I think, is like the big thing that I always think of him in. But He's a rise of the planet. Yeah. The yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's a big one for me. He was in that not so successful horror movie earlier this year. Oh, the Winchester. The Winchester. Oh. Yeah. Winchester. Okay. Yeah. It's about uh, guns, I guess. Guns? Yeah. Winchester. Yeah. Winchester. Winchester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I think it was Have inter- a pint, wait for this all to blow over. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's interesting is like, you know, for me, they get to the end of the movie and like me as a, you know, late 20s person, very separated from this whole story. I'm like, was it worth it? I think the movie kind of want, wants you to, to to think that, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, got, they landed on the moon. They got some some space soil and they did the thing. But was it? Like really worth all like the, the the human like the death and everything and the I, money. I, I like, think the really cool thing about this movie is it feels removed from the rah rah patriotism yes. that really drove For the sure. space program. I think especially yeah. like like the conflict. I mean, Cold War era kind of like race space race with the yeah. Russians is there, and it's kind of it's painted not, not in a great light. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's, like he sees the magazines where they're talking him up, and he's like, "That's not how it should be portrayed." Right. This this story is so much more personal to Neil himself, right? Yeah. And it's so much more about his, like we've been talking about, his drive to do this. Yeah. That it is. It feels very removed from like the country's like reasoning for doing this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it still like considers those things and and brings them into the picture a little bit, but that is not the main motivation. Right. And I think the movie is stronger because of it. I think so. It makes it I, more compelling. For yeah. Sure. I was more into it. I mean, if it was just kind of like, you know, like you said, like kind of like a patriotic, like rah-rah, like is America fucking sick for yeah. getting on the moon? There's not like, like a like, big no. shot of him like planting the American flag right. in the soil, although mm-hmm. they do show the American bun- flag in the, in, on the moon. But like... Because that's part of, you know, that is what happened. But the yeah. bigger moment is him, you know, dropping his daughter's bracelet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How do you guys kind of feel, kind of what I just said about like, you know, being removed from it and like those elements of the film, like kind of wondering if it was even kind of all worth it. Like how, how do you guys land on that issue? I really liked the, um, the like quick sequence where, 
so Kyle Chandler is like his one superior. And then there's that other, the older actor mm-hmm. whose name I'm going to forget. Who's also. He was in something recently too. Oh, uh, he's, I think Irish and I can't pronounce his real name. Cause it's like Kieran. Kieran Hens. Yeah. Him. I think, was he, he I think it would be Kieran. Uh, let's take a quick peek. It says. Oh, he says he was in Justice League, and I didn't see that. <laughs> I did see that. Um, That's why I recognize him. I don't know. I definitely kind, recognize him. Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of like pose that question, like, "Oh, do you think you should, you know, be worrying? Like, at what cost are we doing this?" Yeah, he's and like, he's "A little like, too late to think exactly, about that now." Don't like, you? that was the realistic answer. Is like, yeah. it's a little late for that now. Like, we've already Been watched it. a lot of people die because right. of this. Like, there's no going back. So, I kind of understood that momentum at that point at least for his character i don't know if i personally would be like that but i think that his character is like really driven at that point to make this happen yeah no i think that's a good scene to cite i I, I see what you're saying because he's kind of motivated Mm -hmm. by people who've died before him right well i think you know as far as like what do we actually gain out of this to put somebody on the moon not a lot right but as you know a species to get off your planet and to step on to another body. It's a pretty big exploration. It really, yeah. I mean, like, you know, the Neil kind of nailed it. Like, one small step, one giant leap kind of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I think in that context, you know, I don't know if we've held on to or maybe we've lost sight of the lessons that yeah. the moon mission kind of provided. Well, but now like, we send robots up there. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, but, and... You know, it's not was not as maybe it'll be a bigger deal if we ever have somebody set foot on Mars. Sure. Yeah. But um, there's also that sequence when he's getting interviewed to join the team and he's kind of like talking about he's like, talking about it, like being up in the atmosphere kind of puts some things in perspective yeah. that you just didn't think about. I remember before. hearing that quote actually before this movie yeah. came out that, you know, he, and there's almost like a I think there's like a medical term for it. Like when you are out of like orbit and you see like earth like that like you're there's something it's chemistry changes blue in your dot brain. kind of thing you yeah. know like yeah put the human, put things in perspective put the human condition into perspective yeah. in a way and yeah. i think it's worth it in that regard but again like the tangible benefits of it are maybe less so there and i think maybe we have lost sight of like the lessons right out of it yeah um but to consider you know the species and the planet kind of thing it'd be interesting too like whether in our lifetime or not, you know, somebody goes to Mars, then yeah. it'll be more of an international union of people doing it this time around. It's yeah. probably not going to be just USA. It's going to be right. astronauts from other countries. The way that it probably should be. Yeah. It'll be so, shot like a reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs> it probably will. Yeah. I mean, the real thing is like, you know, there's not really anywhere close to us we can go to that's hospitable, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. And space travel's really fucking hard. Yeah. Exactly. And expensive. And expensive. So none of us are going. Uh, Heck no. (laughs) Don't Um, worry, there'll be a... You could join the Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. I'm going to get Lance Bass to take me to space. (laughs) You want to talk about wasting money. Yes. Yeah. But again, government's not going to spend that money on the people anyway, so... Right. Um, The scene I was bringing up when we were in the non-spoiler area was... uh, There's a scene where they're in... It, it wasn't it wasn't the Apollo. It was in 
one of the 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 genus Gem- the Gemini the Gemini's. Uh, they kept calling Gem- Gemini. They kept calling Gemini? Gemini? Yeah, can we talk about how much it bothered me that they said Gemini the entire movie? Yeah, what's up with that? Is I don't that know if that's an accent supposed to be thing. from Texas? I don't, I don't really know. know. Well, they, I feel like they Gemini? said Gemini. Yeah, who, yeah, they're from they're from Houston. Wow. I feel like they said Gemini correctly <laughs> once. They're like the Gemini, and then after that, they're like Gemini. We just changed the way you're supposed to say that for the rest Gemini of the movie. Gemini Cricket. It's like, yeah, what? I don't know. It must be like a regional accent kind of thing. I don't know, but I don't want to be. I don't want to be super ignorant. But like, it was weird that they said right. Gemini the whole time. Um, but there's, it's in. Where I think is it's Neil in, Armstrong from? Because I felt like I don't know. Like, and his wife, you know, Claire Foy, the actress, is British, but like her accent was a little weird. Yeah, at times. they definitely were doing. Like, it I was like, like, is she Southern? Is she from Maine? <laughs> Where they had distinct, almost more like Midwest yeah. accents. I was, I was trying to but place not strong with, ones. It's no. probably like an obscure state that we're not thinking of. Mm. That's like an accent that's probably hard to. Have you guys watched the um, the Wired videos of um, the uh, language coach who you does? Mentioned he that like, the other day. I, yeah, I've brought yeah. this up to you before, but yeah. it's it's this guy who is he is. He is a linguist coach. Okay. So he works with actors and actresses like on set of movies to like get their their accent right. That could be. And he breaks cool. down like he's got a, a series of videos now, and he breaks down like actors and actresses uh, accents from movies. Cool. And he like talks about you know he gets really into the nitty gritty of like the huh. like scientific language of what it's you know like yeah the there are names for all the mouth sounds that you make and the way you make those mouth sounds. That's yeah. so crazy. Um so you know like your plosives and that kind of thing. I'd be into um, watching that. They're really cool videos. Huh. If you just type in like wired language coach okay. I think it should come up. Cool. Um but yeah, he, he like breaks down that kind of thing. Like, here's the little subtle things and accents that you and like I'm I would be curious to see him do that to this movie to be yeah. like, here's the like little regional like flourishes to these this the yeah. dialogue that they either nail or don't nail. They right. probably nailed it, I'm guessing, because it seems like yeah. this movie has that sort of attention to detail. Right. For sure. Um So it's the scene where they are in <laughs> um Good pull it back. Tangents. Yeah. When they're in the the uh, the Gemini, that's like it, it, like Ryan Gosling is in it, and and the other guy who I don't know his name. Oh, um, but it's where they start flipping. Where they start flipping. So it was before they're flipping, and they're oh, it's, it's when they're connected. They even, they're docking for the. No, this time. is even before. It's like they're in it, and it hasn't even like lifted off yet. Right. And there's like a slow pan over like everything in the ship and yes. it's before they're eat- and it's just yeah. like you just hear it's rickety yes like it just sounds oh, like it's about yeah, the- and it's like not even off. like it's not even blasting off yet oh, it man. just sounds they, like a piece of shit when they're walking in and yeah. the over like the overhead lights are just like exactly shaking. and that's and like standing well it's because the other rocket yes. is taking off yeah and for me like that's like that's like the sound mixing like that's like that academy oh, shit yeah. where i'm like that's that was because that puts you in such a mood like they're not even like nothing is happening yet, and you just feel so unsafe. Yeah, and that other astronaut—that was the guy in the movie that I was like, I know this guy. Mm-hmm. And looking him up, he was in It Comes at Night. He was like, Oh, yeah, he was the guy yes. that turns up with the with the girl. And yeah, the kids. he's the yeah. other like uh, lead actor yeah. in It Comes at Night. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, Oh crap, that's what he's from. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, this the, maybe yeah. the only person that this movie was missing was Joel Edgerton. Yes. Like, yeah, you could totally see him. I could totally see him in this. Movie. But it yep. did have uh, had 
Yeah, who else do you want to Ethan shout out? Ethan Embry. It had Ethan Embry in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it was just a small part. Yeah. Well, I mean, most there are so many like other yeah. roles in this, and it's such a movie that is focused on. Yeah. On it also Neil had Armstrong. like a like a two minute Lucas Haas as the as the last astronaut in there, uh-huh. which I was like, I thought he was only in movies with with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio because they're <laughs> yeah. buds. Yep. He never yes. has to talk. Leonardo yes. DiCaprio played the spaceship. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, he's going to yeah. get nominated, too. Yes. He's going to oh, get yeah. this one as well. Yes. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Shea Wiggum also. Oh, yeah. Little cameo in there. Yeah. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some... This, this had a really good cast. Oh, um, Another tangent. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio does a pretty cool... He, he narrated a, like... I think it was made for the Museum of Natural History documentary about... Oh, really? Um, He's a big the, environmentalist. Yeah, the um, Hubble telescope, Oh, which okay. is really cool. That's if you can cool. find it, it's like a 45-minute documentary. Damn. Nice. Yeah, Leonardo's Check a telescope. He's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Check that out. Um, are there any, like, <clears throat> kind of more, like, technical achievements in the film you guys want to bring up maybe specific moments like i brought that sound scene anything well, visually or audio that, that you want to bring that up? scene visually is really incredible awesome yeah, and they're, when they're spinning yeah. oh my god the spin yeah the sound like, or, it was like a song but also like the the diegetic sound of them spinning yeah. like it yeah. was really cool oh yeah because it was doing that vroom, vroom yeah sound yeah. Mm-hmm. like really it was sick yeah it was yeah. crazy it was crazy because you definitely felt tense and like mm-hmm. afraid for that. Yeah, and then um, you know, and, and it it's a callback to when he's in like the the spin. I guess it's a callback to all the stuff he's doing. So he's always spinning right. out of control. But the, when he's in the, the spinny guy, run. exactly, yeah. and like that was equally you tense. could you could see why it's like yeah, you have to be good at that because then this happens. That's what I said. You have yeah. to be able to work all those little knobs and buttons and stuff while you're spinning so yeah. fast that you want to throw up. It's pretty mm-hmm. amazing too. <laughs> I don't know if there's any truth to it, but just like the. The sequence of him doing that and passing out and then being like, no, I'm okay. Let's do Let's it again. again. Yeah. I don't know that they would let you do that. I feel like they, <laughs> they would probably yeah, like, no, I, dude. I, cool. like I was waiting for someone to be like, against your skull. I was waiting for someone to be like, yeah, dude, we're going to be here all day if we're going to keep fucking doing yeah. this. We got to get the other guys to go. Uh, no, you already puked and it went everywhere. So yeah, no. It's just not. It's just not. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any other kind of um, things? Yeah, I, I really, I think like the the sound editing and mixing is what stands out for me because yeah. like so much of it, the sound is what really hits home about how crazy, dangerous, and complex yeah. this is. Like when they're also just taking off, mm. and you know, you can hear like the radio going back and forth. You can't hear a fucking thing yeah. they're saying, really. Yeah. yeah, because it's so loud, and, and that's like, disconcerting. Yeah, that you don't totally understand yeah. what's going on, or that yeah. they're speaking to Mission Control and they can't hear each other, and you're like, God. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also the scene um, where they have the fire in the that in is the terrifying. Yeah. Oh my god, it happened so fast. Which, I like, of over, course it did. But you and Eleanor both. Had your hand, both hands like over, my over mouth. your mouth. Yeah. yeah, I'm very, very reactive in yeah. the theater. Sometimes. Was that just like a test run, or were they actually trying to like? Yeah, it go? was. Uh, what do they call it? No, it, yeah, because they were between buildings. They were like testing out all the the comms and all the damn. What is the, sh- the, the, the like seals for everything? Yeah, they were, they were there was a specific out. name for it. It yeah. was like seals out. Right. Or something it was like yeah. it was just remember. terrifying. There's a lot of parts of the movie that like it almost like reminds me of a horror movie because it's claustrophobic and terrifying. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that scene in particular, like and that sucks. They so just bad. die like so quick, and then you just yeah. see like the. You from, were like, so the, excited the that Jason Clark's 
character got picked to yeah. go. Like he oh. was like he was so proud. And mm-hmm. then I did was you like, not? Did you not get the feeling right away? No, when he was I like, did. Oh, I got the job. He's like, I, oh, he's not gonna make it. I did, yeah. but I didn't necessarily think he was gonna die. I don't no. know. Like for some reason, I thought maybe he would get passed over, or like he was older, or something. But mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck. That guy is burnt bread. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that Oof. was rough. That was rough. Yeah. Yeah. And like the fact that like you know that that happens while. Um, Neil Armstrong's like at, at, the, like White at the White House, House. So like trying God, to pitch, yeah. trying to be like, no, nah, don't worry about taxpayers' money. We got this moonshit on lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, meanwhile, everyone fucking dies. I did like awkward Neil Armstrong, Ryan Gosling, uh, trying to mingle at the White House. That and was talking did. to a senator. He's just like, uh, we're going to do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of cut yeah. the point. We're gonna, yeah, we're going like, to play the best game we can play, ball as fast as we can. Right. Yeah. And the, the other <laughs> guy, what is his name um, that was in that scene with him? Because he's been in a bunch of stuff as well, too. That's the guy that I thought looks like Jared Kushner. Oh. <laughs> What's his name? Pablo, um... Pablo Tell Schreiber? Schreiber? Schreiber, yeah, yeah. He's been in stuff recently yeah. as well. Mm. He's in Orange is the New Black. He's in 13 Hours. That's right, yeah, Orange is the New Black. He's in Den of Thieves, not that I've seen Yeah, that. he plays like one of the guards okay. in Orange is the New Black. Anyway, yeah, yeah. He's a lot more smooth. He's like the schmoozer. He's like, yeah. let, me get, mm-hmm. let me get them away from Neil. Yeah, yeah, get away from me. He's, <laughs> he's, not, a, he's not a talker. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I think like, and then that like, seeing Neil Armstrong like crush the wine glass in his hand. That was really crazy, yeah. That paired with his like inability to actually talk to people, you're like, okay. Yeah. I love the scene where um, it's it's when I think it's when Jason Clark talks to Ryan Gosling and like, oh, and like he, in the and he's backyard. like he's like do you think I want to fucking talk to you right now and like yeah do you think just, I came outside because I wanted exactly and to I, people? I like if I'm upset about something that's like me 100 percent and yes. if like someone tries to talk to me it's just like I feel like you don't get what's happening right. get, like, get away from me yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I just like related to that like super hard and right before that scene where Claire Foy is is in the car with them right and going over after neil leaves yeah the, the wake is like when she says we got really good at going to funerals yeah, yeah. man that's, so heavy that's yeah so brutal yeah and then it's kind of just like it's really sad that she's she's asking like hey this new friend coworker, does he ever talk to you about our dead daughter and yeah. he's like, no. And, yeah, and they're like, well, does he yeah. talk to you, his wife? And she's like, never. Yeah. He said, like, I think he was, like, not really. And then they're like, does does he talk to you about it? And she's like, no. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. It's yeah. crazy. It makes the moments when, like, you know, the movie is, When he does like, break down, it's really intense. Yeah. Or even, yeah. like, you know, when there, when there are, like, victories or happiness. Like, yeah. you're just like, holy shit, I didn't think anything good was going to yeah. happen, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, it doesn't, I don't want to say it takes the wind out of the sails of the end of the movie because it's still, like, very good. Yes. But um, there's a little bit of the tension kind of, like, you know they're going to ace the mission. Right. You know? Right. Um, even though when they're running out of fuel and, like, landing on the moon, you're still just like, maybe it's a twist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, when they get into space and uh, Buzz gets that big smile on his yeah. face, that's yeah. just such a good moment. Like, it is it's good. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the movie earns those those moments of happy. Even when they're like outside having a beer and they're just laughing, you're just like, I'm just so fucking happy. People look yeah. happy in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also exhausting. wanted to uh, talk about the scene right before um, Neil goes to the moon mission. Oh yeah, uh, the spaghetti scene. That's the spaghetti scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> when he's like packing because he just 
wants to dip. Yeah, he yeah. wants to dip, and I think it's part of a self-protective kind of thing to yeah. not have to say goodbye to his family before he, he goes wanna, on this mission. Yeah, he doesn't want maybe them to go through what he did or vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and when Claire Foy is like, no. You gotta deal you with You go shit. talk to your sons and tell them that you might not ever come back. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. It was very she powerful. throws the suit, your, the briefcase. Yeah. 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 That scene, she crushes it in that scene. And like, you know, for those who don't know, the spaghetti scene. Um, oh, yeah. Explain our in-joke. <laughs> the ahead. spaghetti scene is, is uh, it comes from um, Killing of the Sacred Deer, where it's a character who has a really great scene. Uh, where he's just eating spaghetti, but it's like one of the most captivating character moments it's, in the movie. It's the the sixty second clip they sh- they show before. Yeah, if you get they, nominated, when they, they announce your nomination oh, yeah. at the Oscars. So yeah. like you know, if she got nominated, in theory, if she got nominated for an Oscar, they would show you they, that they'll scene. Show you that scene. Yeah, yeah they yeah. probably will. Absolutely. Thank you for explaining that in joke that we have used countless times since Killing of a Secret Deer came out. And never stop to true, explain true one fan, time. True fans are here for this. And yeah. Yeah. Explain yeah. it again. In case you missed it. Every is. like every like ten episodes, I'll be like, by the way. By the way, here's another story screen presents inside joke. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I like how that scene is immediately followed up by him talking to his his son. So oh, he's, yeah. he's in like full press conference mode with yeah. his hands like crossed, folded on the table. Yeah, and he's speaking very formally <laughs> yeah. to like, his well, children. We intend the mission to be a success. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're very confident in our ability to achieve this mission. Like, and then his son to his is team. like, "So you're gonna miss my swim meet?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, keep it yeah. real. Yeah. Yes, you are." And when, then the uh, other son just says, "You're probably not, you're probably yeah, not gonna come probably back. Probably not gonna come yeah. back. Do you think you're gonna come back?" It reminded me of, uh, you know, post 9-11, my dad is is in the military, and he, like, got the call to go to fucking Afghanistan. And the way he sat us down was very not like that, but it kind of reminded me of, like, I almost wish he was a little bit more professional about it. Because yeah. he was, like, he, like, grabbed an encyclopedia. It was going to show us where Afghanistan was, and then he was, like, crying. I'm like, Dad, I don't think this is, like... This the right way to explain. Yes. <laughs> I don't like, feel better about it. Yeah, this. you're not explaining. It, it within, yeah. like, you know, so he's doing it. And then me and my sister are like, we're like freaking out because we're like, what the fuck are you trying to say? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was weird. But it reminded me, like, you know, that struck a chord with me. Like, you know, your parents having to, like, sit you down and be like, we, uh, this is a thing I'm about to do. And I can't guarantee right. anything for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but Claire, I, Claire Foy kills it. In yeah, that whole she sequence. really is great. Yeah. She, they're very strong acting in this movie. Mm. Absolutely, really very great. strong movie. The more I talk about it and dig, yeah. it's one of those ones I like. I'm enjoying it, watching it, but the more I like dig into it, I really there are, yeah. all the pieces come together in a way that I think. I think really I, works. I won't run out to see it immediately again, but I think I definitely want to see it again. I don't know if the IMAX idea is a good one. Mm. Yeah, I, if, if I were to see it again, I would love to see it in IMAX. Right, there is an opportunity to do that. that. Yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of movie you take your dad to go see in IMAX yeah. if you have that opportunity. Ooh. Like I might, because my dad, I was at my parents' house last weekend, and he, we were talking about this because mm. my my Jeremy, my brother, has already seen it, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess he talked to my dad about it a little bit, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to see it in IMAX." So nice. I'll yeah, take nice. that opportunity. Yeah, my dad, my dad like does not see movies. I think he thinks all movies are bad, which is a uh. conversation for another day. But he saw like he saw Dunkirk, and I'm like, that's a very dad movie. Yeah, I but think this is a this yeah. is also a very dad movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. not to pinch and hold moms or anything. I'm, they can see whatever they want. <laughs> hey, as your well. mom might like it as well. I yeah. I bet they would. <laughs> I think my mom might get motion sick at some. Oh yeah. This movie. yeah, she did when Sorry. she saw Gravity. So yeah, I believe that. 
All right. So, any clothing cl- clothing? I have thoughts? some clothing thoughts. You got some yeah, clothing, clothing thoughts. I thought all the spacesuits looked great. I yeah. liked that Gosling kept wearing like plaid. The, blazers. the plaid blazer. I was like, yes. I gotta get me one of those. He wore. I like <laughs> noticed. I, I realized I liked it because when he wore it again, yeah, I was just like, "It's yeah. been five years since you fucking put that thing on. You yeah, look sick." It looks bad. <laughs> Ryan Gosling would look good in any article of clothing you give him. Yeah, but he looks the best when he's in sci-fi jacket. Yeah, which we can all, oh, we can all agree. Oh, let's talk about that, Ooh, that Blade Runner jacket. I see. Um, yeah. Any kind of last things you guys want to bring up about the the, the first man? Good cast, yeah. Good score, solid ass movie. Yeah. A little bit long, but by the end, it's you, a bit long, but it needed the, the length. End, I wouldn't cut anything. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't think there there it could be any less because it covers yeah, so much. I, I agree with that. It's a ten. It's a ten year journey that is really trying to communicate. Neil's journey, but also you know the the human cost of doing something like this, and yep. I thought it it totally. nails all that hundred percent. Yeah, would recommend definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're not the only podcast on Story Screen. StoryScreen.com has a host of articles, podcasts, and you can buy a fucking T-shirt there if you just want. If you just want a fucking T-shirt, you just go on the website, you just fucking <laughs> buy one. Um, that's all there on StoryScreenVegan.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at. Story underscore screen underscore beacon. Yes. For Instagram. For Instagram. And then for Twitter. We never really post on Twitter. Maybe I'll try to post on Twitter more. Story underscore screen on Twitter. And if you still use Facebook, we're there. But I am posting a lot on Instagram if this goes up um, relatively shortly. Yeah. 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 Uh, We're doing uh, Story Scream 2018. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy and I put together a watch list of 26, 13 each horror Spooky movies uh, that you can stream at home. Um, some movies that we've seen before, some movies we haven't seen yet, some classics, some new stuff. Um, so you can, if you are like me and you like watching as many horror movies in the month of October as possible, you can follow along. So you yep. can check yeah. that on out on Instagram on our page. Or also, there is a list on uh, on the website. Yeah, as well. and if you go to the website or Facebook, there are a bunch of free movie screenings. Yep. all throughout October. Yeah, there's still a good number yeah, of those left. There's still a good amount. Check left. them out. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, the full lineups on mm-hmm. StoryScreenBeacon.com. We had some really good ones. We had some good ones on the horizon. I f- saw a dark song, a dark song or the dark song. A dark song. A dark I saw song. a dark song. <laughs> The other day, really good. Uh, it was very good. You one know, one of my favorites. As and you know, if it's a Jack certified movie, it will hurt you. And that movie, <laughs> that movie is like all the way a Jack certified. Oh movie. yeah, like, go because it hurt. I knew when I left. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so stay tuned to Instagram to see all the work that Jack's even put up those posts there. They're very good. Um, you know, you'll they'll make you want to see it by the end of uh, thirty seconds. I can't take all the credit. Mike edited all yes. those like, little mini that trailers, and they're all kick-ass in their yeah. role, So Turns out Mike's really good at editing. Who would have guessed? Who would have known? <laughs> Hi, Mike. He's, hey. He's editing this right now. Or he did edit this, if you're the listener. He was editing the Time past. is a flat circle, Robbie. End this podcast. <laughs> Bring thank, it in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you two for joining me. Um, we'll be back with more spicy takes. Peace. Bye. Bye. Foy is? The Crown. Probably. Mm, I don't ever watch The Crown. I know none of us have, but... Kirsten has. What... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
That's what she's well known for. Look around. That's what it seems like. She's, she's starting to pop up in other things now, but that's like, that's her biggie. She's also the girl in Season of the Witch. Uh, that's a Nick Cage movie <laughs> where he has a sword. Oh, yeah. And Ron Perlman's in it. Well, there you go. DiGiorno is back. It's going to take a lot out of me to watch you guys eat that DiGiorno and not eat any of myself. I think you're going to you're gonna fold. Veganaise. I'm not. I will not. Don't worry. We'll see. We'll, ca- we'll catch on a mic. I will not. Haven't eaten dinner tonight. I've only had popcorn. Uh, Same. But uh, I'm still not going to fold. So. Right. Popcorn for dinner. You guys ready to get, get this show going? Mm. Hey.